this program is brought to you by the Publicity Gun Network. Let's get into this. Hey guys, it's Pamela Roxanne, and today I'm going to attempt to tell you a story. Now, you may look at me and say, that girl has a lot of job experience. And you're right. You're absolutely positively right. I used to, I have a lot of job experience in one particular field, and that's working at gas stations. I have worked all, all across the board at gas stations and convenience stores and things like that, like my entire life. Like that has been my career choice, apparently. And working in the public that way, because you know, everybody, every single person that goes places has to get gas and things like that. So due to that fact, I meet a lot of interesting people at a lot of different interesting times in their lives. And you know, a lot of different interesting things happen at the gas station. So I got stories for today. So this is going to be like a compilation episode about all the things that happened while I was working at gas stations. Now, this episode is in honor of Crackhead Marie, who passed away, but that bitch was my buddy, and she is gone. Now, she um actually uh got hit by a train, and you know, you live your life that much on the side of 11, of course, the way that you end is on, you know, I might have an 11 out here waiting on me, and you know, <laughs> so... You know, uh, praise God, I know she's somewhere listening and enjoying this episode because you and me, bitch, we laughed. And so this is in honor of Marie, wherever you are, darling. So we're going to start off today with the dildo story. Now, the dildo story is a favorite of mine because it, it was a time in my life where I didn't really, I had just gotten this job and I didn't really know what to expect. So this really kind of set the theme of where I was going to be working. And so... What had happened was, is well, I was a young little thing, bibby boppity boo, working around at a uh, local Great Stops convenience store, and this lady is in. We're super duper busy. We're jam packed with people, and I'm focused on this line or whatever. And this lady in the very back of the line is back there giggling and giggling and giggling. She has a little secret. That's cool. Okay, cool girl. So we, I'm. We're narrowing down this line and she runs up to the front. She's all excited and giddy. Like she knows me from like, we grew up together. Like her house lives is right next to mine. And she's all excited. And she's like, girl, look, and she's got it wrong already. But girl, she's like, girl, look what I got in my purse. And so I look in her purse and it's a dildo, but it's in the packaging. Like it's brand spanking new. And um, I'm like, oh girl, what a night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. And she's super duper excited about her uh, purse dildo while I'm trying to focus on, you know, the task being here, getting all these people to their lovely vehicles. So she's standing by the register now because, you know, like I said before, we're best friends from a long time ago, of course. Even though she was like su superiorly older than me, like she was like a good like 40 shorty. And so anyway... She's talking uh, about she needs me to call her a cab because she's drunk and she apparently whoever got her here has gone <laughs> and realized the mistake that they have uh, made with this lady. So they have left and so she needs a taxi home and so she tells me to call a cab like a lot of people do to come to gas stations. She'd be surprised. So I, you know, call a cab out of the kindness of my heart and while the cab's on her way, she's sitting there because we're just chit-chatting, we're best friends and whatever. And so she does kind of start to do her own thing while I'm taking the register down. You know, I'm doing my thug thizzle. I'm at work. So all of a sudden, 
some chick is, well, I noticed that she unwrapped the packaging. So the package, empty packaging of the dildo is on the counter. Didn't bother me, didn't say, maybe she, because she just realized she had it. Maybe she didn't want the big bulky because it was like a square. Like I can't even, hmm, like the size of a, a, like a tablet, like a book. Like, you know, maybe she didn't want all that in her uh purse. So I was thinking, you know, condense, reduce, reuse, recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. There you go. I grew up in the 90s. So anyway, she pulls, puts this purse um, down or whatever, and she's uh, just bit bopping, drunk, bippity bopping around the store, trying, you know, drunk people like snacks. So a lady walks through the door, and apparently they know each other from before. I'm going to tell you how they know each other because she said it. She turned to her, and she was like, hey, that's that. Bitch, I fought last year. I whooped that bitch's ass. That bitch don't want none of this. That bitch, how she gonna walk up in here? How she gonna walk up? I whooped this bitch's ass. How the fuck she gonna... And that bitch turned around to see who was addressing her, of course. And she looked at her and she said, so what you gonna do about it? Because Oh, and then, then I looked at her like, oh, this is true. This happened. Oh, you whooped her ass. High five, bitch, you know? Yes, yes. We kick asses because, you know, like I said, BFFs from before. It, it was my job to back her up in that moment. We're BFFs, okay? I know this lady now. I, I know what goes, what's going to, I know that I met the gentleman she's bringing home tonight. <laughs> I know this lady now. So she tells her, what you going to do about it now? And so the lady says, well, bitch, square up. And she says, well, you square up. She said, hold on. Let me take this dildo out my pussy. So this bitch pulls out this pink ass dildo, sits it on my counter, and it starts vibrating like she had been vibrating this whole time like an iPhone 6. I died in that moment. I'm currently um, an angry spirit trying to... Uh, live out a mission, this mission that I, because I need to tell this story. I died in that moment, but I had to come back and tell this story because the significance, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Like, look what happens in America. So moving forward, because we do have a bunch of these. So I have Crackhead Fred. Crackhead, there, there, and a lot of, yes, I'm going to say Crackhead because if you choose in your natural born life to smoke crack and you cross my path and I know that you smoke, I'm going to call you a Crackhead. So that's just what the, you can call me a weed head. That doesn't seem to hit as hard. You know, I think Crackhead, if you smoke crack, that's just what the fuck it is. You know, it's what the fuck it is. So anyway, um, Crackhead Fred is a lovely patron of the great stops that I was working at for over like two and a half years. And I've watched this man piss on himself. Like fully, we have a fully functioning bathroom for guests. Like you don't have to buy something. Like it wasn't like that. And I wasn't that type of, he might've said I was a bitch. Cause I, you know, at the end of the day, like I cuss and spit and I try to tell these niggas, but I would have let you use the bathroom. But anyway, and he knew that. So I don't want you to come off and think, well, you know, Pam, you think you're, you're loud and aggressive and all this stuff like that. You probably called him six sons of bitches. I really did. But I would have let him urinate. Things like that. So he would stand in front of me and pee. So that was his thing. He did it twice. So <laughs> I remember, oh my God. So Crackhead Fred, I have watched this motherfucker. He was always apologizing because he knew that I was, I was kind of the enforcer of the staff. Like, I would enforce a lot of the things because I, they would really come down on me hard. Once they saw that I was willing to cut someone out, they were, like, using me as a tool to get riffraff and things like that away from the store. So that was, like, I was a gun, a hired gun out here. So 
He would be stealing honey buns and random cakes and things like that all the time. He was a nasty, dirty, don't want to take his money. Uh, goodness, 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 goodness. Homeless, you know, but you know, you, you're going to, I have a heart, you guys, but when you're, I'm numb to certain things because of being in that environment for so long, you know what I'm saying? Some motherfuckers just ain't shit motherfuckers. And that's just, you know, you have to accept that and move on. I'm okay with that, you know, and I'm okay with the turnaround. You know, if he wants to ever turn, you know, I'm here for that. And I'm here for a a helping hand if I can do anything in that. But as for now, I'm going to call it like I see it. And for right now, he was just a pitiful motherfucker that I would see all the time. And it was kind of funny, you know, um, you know, laugh to keep from crying, you guys. So anyway, Crackhead Fred, he, I had a security guard lady. She was in her, I want to say around her 60s or whatever like that. And she didn't really know the crack smoking utensils. And a lot of gas stations sell crack smoking utensils. That's just how life is. So he bought one of these apparatuses that they use to turn into crack. It's a, a little ginseng bottle. You can go to your local gas station and try to, they're going to think you smoke crack if you ask for one. But um they're little ginseng, but they're actually for energy. They come with a little straw and you sip it out. But what these motherfuckers do is pour that energy drink out and use the little vial that it comes in to put a little crack rock in. They get a, um, what is it? Uh, 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 what that you clean pots with a Brillo pad, a, uh, um, yeah, Brillo pad. And so, and then they stuff some of that in there and then they, you commence smoking crack. But so the, the the security guard lady didn't know that, but I've just fully told you how to smoke crack. So, <laughs> and PSA announcement. So anyway, the, the security guard lady didn't know this when she was asking him, did he need to purchase anything? Because, you know, she was trying to give to the homeless give back. And that is, you know, in a certain way, giving to the homeless like that is problematic. And I will tell you how with further stories. Um... In a certain way. Um, she didn't know that she was buying crack utensils. So she bought him this, what she thought was an energy drink. And um, so I explained to her what she did just in case she was ever here and wanted to buy him some shit again. After he had left with her, her purchases and she had already made the purchase or whatever. Because I didn't want to, you know, down her spirit right then in front of him. Like, you know, you like I didn't want to say, you know, you're buying him a crack rock or a crack pipe, right? Like, you didn't know that. Like, you know, she thinks she's helping. Anyway. He commences, because we're connected to a laundromat, to go around the corner and fire that bad bitch up right next to our washers and dryers. And if you know the firecracker spit dragon I am, I'm coming at you with full force when I see some shit like that. We have kids running around here. Like, he is, like, really over there. He then pour, probably poured the shit juice, the, the uh, energy drink out on the floor. Um, fucking... <laughs> degenerate get your ass get the fuck up out of here like there are really old people and kids like it was it's it's amazing what people will do when they think well it's okay and and it, and if i was to sit down and have a conversation with him i promise to god like his answer would be like why i would, I would why the fuck would you think it was okay to smoke crack in the laundromat he would be like because it was cold outside you know like, nigga you smoking crack let the crack warm you nigga we don't we don't accommodate for, for that you know what the fuck let the crack you know save them toes nigga don't don't do that you can come back in when you're done with that shit you know don't do that don't don't try to make me feel like I pushed you in the cold because you want to smoke <laughs> indoors where you're comfortable with the game on and shit. Um, that was a lot of times where I would just walk into the laundromat and it's like I walked in somebody's living room. <laughs> like these niggas playing cards. Like they got some shit on the stove. Um, 
<laughs> it looked anyway. Moving on. So that was Crackhead Fred. Like I said, we had a lot of them. We had Crackhead Chick at the door. This is an honor of that motherfucker too, because that motherfucker, I wish I had some audio. I'm gonna go have to visit him so I can get some audio um of Chick because uh that nigga there. Anyway, these are my buddies. These are the niggas though I had to accommodate who I had to come camaraderie camaraderate conversate anyway <laughs> these are the people that i had to talk to at these moments and times and it's fucking crazy to even be talking about it now but we're gonna go into a break right now because this is 12 minutes and i still have more stories to tell and so we're gonna take this little break and i'm gonna come back with pregnant ladies fucking old men all right Hey, you guys, it's Pamela Roxanne, forever your girl, and I'm here to tell you about my business, Feminine Fascinations. Make sure that you go follow us right now on Instagram. It's absolutely positively fantastic. It's all about uplifting women through imagery and visual art. It's it's wonderful. We have comic books, Pinklet, Wicked South, Trigger, Bluebird. They're amazing. They're wonderful storylines. They're all inventions of my own creation. They're all fantastic. Please make sure you go follow and subscribe. And hey, while you're over there, you can go ahead and type in Pamela Roxanne and follow. You can go ahead and type in Publicity Gun and follow. Cash Talk and follow. All that stuff. All that stuff. All that's all right here, all on the Publicity Gun. I appreciate you so much for listening. Let's get back into this story. Hey, you guys, I'm back, and we're going to get back into these stories. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. We're going to get into this pregnant lady and this old motherfucker, old McDonald, getting it down in the laundromat of East Mark Street, Greensboro. Let me tell you. So I was working in the Grace House for about two and a half years of my life, and I was witness to a whole bunch of shit. And let me tell you, I walked into the laundromat because I'm looking looking for a broom because I'm a good noodle, okay? I don't do anything off kilter. I don't step to the left, you know? I don't I don't we don't we don't do things like that where I come from. So, you know, I'm looking for a broom because I'm a good noodle. I'm a good Samaritan and I just want to clean. Hey sir, have you seen her? So, I'm opening the side door to where the laundromat and the uh gas station connect looking for a said broom and I find a young pregnant lady and a uh, old motherfucker. Well, the, the pregnant lady getting broomed. I sort of found what I was looking. She was getting broomed, but anyway, she was uh getting fucked down by this old man in the laundromat. And I just, and I, I, I don't know what you do in those moments, but these situ- these were learning moments. These were the moments where it taught me when something kind of feels in your spirit that it is going off kilter and going to the left. You need. I'm talking to you. You need to go get your phone, okay? I need you to find a filming apparatus. I need you to find a multimedia device. I need you to find, I, because I'm t- those moments need to be documented. And so what, what I did in that moment is I went to go get my phone. My phone happened to be on the little deadest shot. So I got my coworker. Now this is this is going above and beyond for the show and tell that happens later. This is part of this, but I actually have that footage. If I find one of my old phones, it's on that phone. And I told him to go record. We have a walkway behind the dryers where we can walk. It's like a hallway. And so we just went behind the dryer, stuck our phone in between the dryer and recorded that shit. And I don't know why we didn't upload it like to Pornhub or something. That that would have been like the cherry on top of the story. But that was 
that was definitely one of the themes that set the tone for where I was and how this job was about to go for me. Because we're going to get into some honorable mentions right now because I don't have time to dive into each one of these stories the way I did with this one. But I was outside smoking a cigarette um, at same job, different motherfucking day. And a, a young lady pulls up with her boyfriend hanging on to his, her car by the windshield wipers. Now, I don't know where she came from or how long he's been there, but he is still begging her to stop, begging her to let, stay with him, begging her, baby, I love you. I didn't mean it. I don't know what she saw on his phone. Girl, because if your phone go, Broop, it's a different Broop, than a pink because... I'm t- <laughs> it's a difference in a brr than a bang because the brr is grinder, okay? Grind that's a dick. When somebody go brr, that's a dick. Dicks go brr. <laughs> Pussies go ding, okay? I just need everybody to know that because grinder makes a specific noise and maybe you need to look it up because if that phone ever makes that brr, because <laughs> phones don't chirp no more. It's similar to a chirp. Phones don't chirp no more. He does not have the chirp plan, okay? So anyway. She he was hanging onto her windshield wipers and he was begging her to stay with him. She's saying get the fuck off her car. And she meant it because her next step was to dive into traffic. And I have never, I got that on flip. It was dark, but you could hear him screaming for his life when she zoomed off in, off East Market Street and just zoomed past where Food Line is. If you're from Greensboro, you know what I'm talking about. Where Food Line is and Great Stops and um, Lorillard, all that. Boom. She took off. I believe I witnessed somebody pass away that day. I don't know. I don't I don't know their story. You know, I couldn't tell you who the fuck they were, but I witnessed that shit and it it was amazing. It was fucking amazing. So what we got? Oh, the pisser. Oh, okay. So at my job for a very long at the same job. <laughs> I worked in more places. But um at the same motherfucking job. We had a really big problem with somebody pissing all of urinating. Excuse me. I know that's a hard word for some people. Um, all over the restroom. And it was a big thing We because we had to clean the restrooms. And we were always pissed because we were like, what the fuck? Literally. We were pissed because what the fuck is going on in here where everybody's pissing all on the walls, on the mirror. And like everything is just covered in piss. Like and you, And then the smell. Oh, my God. The smell. So... For months, this went on. Months, 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 and months. This happened for a while before we, before I figured out who the pisser was and why it was, why it was becoming that way. So, we had a guy who worked at the Little Caesars across from. Uh, we, it was a uh, a great stop. If you're from Grand Point, this completely makes sense to anybody from Greensboro. But there is a gas station. It's connected to Little Caesars and it's connected to a laundromat, and that's basically how they do it. Um, some of them have subways in them, but they're not, you know. Anyway, the manager of the Little Caesars, what we are are connected. So their restroom is our restroom and our restroom is yours. You know, his name is my name. So anyway, uh, he is pissing all over the toilets and shit like that. And I found that out because one day he took me home. One day he took me home. See, I'm a sucker for a ride because I don't drive. And I'm always taking cabs and stuff like that. So a ride somewhere is really, you know, a blessing from Jesus. And so he offered to take me home. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. You never killed a cat in front of me. Like, it's cool. You don't seem murderous. He did seem a little murderous. But you didn't seem murderous off gate. So um, he took me home. Big, biggest mistake ever. Because now he knows where I live. Well, he, he now he knows where my father lives. So... 
But I just recently learned that he has been incarcerated for a very long time. But anyway, I don't know what that was for. But um, oh, I do know what that was for. That was for um, fucking a minor. That was uh, okay. Let me tell you how stories motherfucking connect. He lives close to me. He okay. He let me finish this story. He <laughs> he was pissing all over the back. He told me he um. To, to take me home from work because he wasn't working. He had my phone number. So he called me when he was uh, outside or whatever with the car ready to take me home. So I, I th that's how he got my phone number. And when he got me home, I went into the house and then I started receiving text messages from him saying how beautiful I was and things like that and how he would love to do things to my body and all that jazz. So, you know, I'm not... It's not even that he was all that bad looking. He was just like weird. And so... He was just weird. So we were texting and we were, um, we were texting and he started bringing up all about the piss things in the bathroom and how he likes urinating and all the stuff like that. And I was like, oh my fucking God, you're the pisser. You're the pisser. And I said, because when this happened, this how I thought that in my head. So then when I were texting out, I'm like, okay, so I bet you like that shit in the, um, Great Stops bathroom. I bet you would love that because that shit smells horrible. Horrible in there. So I was like, I bet you love that fucking shit. Like, I bet you that's like, what, Club 10? Like, what is that? Like, oh my God. That was his white... He was white, uh, if that helps the story. That was his white ass and they're pissing all over shit. Like, I can't... Girl. Shots fired. <laughs> So that was him. Do I have any more stuff? Oh, God. Hang oh, that was um the car story. An old lady tried to fuck me this one time. This was at my mom's store. And um, we're running out of time, man. I can't get into it right now. But just make sure that you follow me on all platforms at Pamela Roxanne on every single thing in the entire world. You can just Google Pamela Roxanne and, you know, my whole life pops up, you know? She's out here like that. It's, it's just how it goes. So, get <laughs> I hope you got into this story. Um, make sure that you tune in next week for the next story. Make sure, sure you guys are listening to Cash Talk, another podcast that I produce. It doesn't have me on it, but it's really super fucking cool. It's all about being black and being a creative and being, you know, out here in the world. So let's do this in 2019. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm out of here. <laughs>